Have you ever been dreading every day knowing it's another year to survive within the pandemic? Are you recently on the brink of giving up? In this episode of That One Thing, let's hear from our guest on how critical it is to develop resilience or fortitude and how having stronger mental muscle makes a huge difference in increasing one's mindset and improving your life. Good morning, Manila! Happy Friday to all the people in the world. Hey, Kim, did did you have a busy week? Yes, indeed, it was busy. So good to be back in our podcast. And Mm -hmm. today is a special day. You know why, Rose? Mm. <laughs> is it because we're nearing the end of the month and it's payday payday sale <laughs> but seriously why kim well other than it's payday two mm. things first we will acknowledge our winners for our first year anniversary Woo! And congratulations to them. But Rose, do the honors, please. Yeah, all right. Because we have two lucky winners for the holiday and our anniversary giveaway. A man and a woman. So are you guys ready? Drum roll, please. (laughs) Congratulations, Louie and Burr. I will not announce your last names on air for privacy, but we will reach out to both of you via TOT social media accounts. And a lot of exciting gifts are waiting to be delivered at your doorstep. So thank you for your constant support at That One Thing Podcast. Woohoo! Congratulations! And thank you so much for always tuning in and for sharing with us why you listen to That One Thing Podcast, Louie and Vern. Thank you! <laughs> yes! All right, let's move on. What makes today's day special, Kim? What's the other reason? Well, the second reason is we have a special guest for today. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> we were able to invite someone to guest on our show. Na tayo tayo lang din naman ang nakikinig, ano? <laughs> Thank you for indulging us. Of course, let's support our own podcast. But short story that I want to share. When we released our season 2, Kim, Some of our mm-hmm. TOT followers messaged me privately on my personal IG account and they were asking if we could invite some guests. So, their wish is our command. Yes! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why don't we go ahead and learn about what our discussion will be for today and of course, introduce our special guest, Kim. Yes, okay. I'll introduce first the topic or our discussion so remember towards the end of december it has become a tradition for major wordsmiths to choose one word that sums up and the shared experience of the year Mm -hmm. and collins dictionary said that that word is lockdown Mm. but i ran across a post by tribe global founder and ceo ariana huffington and the article is titled And the word of the year is resilience. Ooh. And that is actually her reaction towards the word of the year of lockdown and those who chose other predestined words such as pandemic, quarantine, doom scrolling, coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And both 
or I mean, all of those resonate truly. Mm-hmm. And I'd go but pick on the bright side, resilience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and in relation to that, since we started our podcast, I can't recall how many times we've mentioned how tough it is been in the past years. Mm-hmm. And perfect that our dear guest today will help us uncover and dissect what resilience is, mm-hmm. why it is so important, and how do you know if you're resilient enough? Because this person I'm talking about, she's one tough cookie. Mm. She's mentoring people at our office or my ex-office uh-huh. <laughs> to build mental fortitude. She's a leader, a woman, our friend, and colleague. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, I would like to introduce our guest speaker for the day, Miss Jamie Rose Silva Obenia, a.k.a. All the Gem. Ooh, we're so glad to have you, Jamie. Thank you for setting uh, aside some of your time to be our guest on our podcast. And oh, belated happy birthday. Uh, thank you so birthday. much. Thank you for having me here, Rose and Kim. I had no idea that people were asking for you to have another, <laughs> another person on board. <laughs> Wait to put the pressure on na. <laughs> But thank you for inviting me. I'm happy to be here. Of course. Yes. And when we invited you, Jamie, to be our guest on our show, we've been asking you, right? Like, what do you want to share with our listeners? And you quickly said, how to mentor people to be mentally resilient. Yeah. Wow. That's huge. I mean, that's very timely. And what does being mentally resilient means for you, James? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so quick backstory. Rose and I mm-hmm. had that conversation. I think on yeah. a day when I had to mentor someone about, you know, mental fortitude, being strong amidst all of the chaos that's been happening around us. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's resilience is such a an important word nowadays, uh, but mm-hmm. also a contentious one, I would say. So, it's very interesting what you mentioned, Kim, about Ariana Huffington saying mm. that that should have been, or that's her word for the year. So when I was thinking about the what I wanted to bring to this podcast, I looked up the, you know, the usual dictionary definition of resilient. Mm-hmm. It says here that it's a physical ability to overcome obstacles and mm-hmm. being able to come back stronger, healthier, and more successful after mm-hmm. that something bad happens there's a physical definition of it as well but i don't think it applies for the context of this conversation but yeah i would say that almost we're going on almost two years right in march it's gonna be the second year yeah after, second year anniversary <laughs> second year anniversary <laughs> all of the lockdowns all of the variants and everything that came in between because of that People mm-hmm. have had to be at the highest level of resiliency that they've ever had prior to this ever happening, right? So I feel like that's why I said going back to my intro earlier, it's a bit contentious because people are a bit tired. So in terms of that definition, I would also say not just coming back stronger, you know, it's been set pretty low for us because we've been on this state just, you know, state of survival and resiliency for such a long time that we are all, you know, feeling it. We're all feeling tired. Mm -hmm. So I would say if if you're on that 
point where you are feeling worn down because of all of these changes and you're still keeping on, I would say that that's still resiliency. Even mm-hmm. if there's no comeback, even if there's no level up, I would mm-hmm. say that if you're still getting up every day from your bed, that's still a form of resiliency. Mm-hmm. Like the mere fact that you're surviving day yes. to day, mm-hmm. regardless if you're bouncing back or literally not bouncing back mm-hmm. from that setback, mm-hmm. it's still resilience. Yeah, mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, that's right. And being able to withstand whatever life throws your way is what they call superpower. Yep. So, Jamie, um, why do you think it is critically important for a person to gain and practice mental resilience? I think it's it's super important even nowadays, especially nowadays, because it impacts almost every area of your life, right? Physical, emotional, mental well-being. Mm-hmm. It can influence your work. It can influence your overall well-being because obviously if you're happy and content with your life and if you're at peace, you're less likely to develop physiological problems you're less likely to develop depression or anxiety. And I say less likely because it still might happen, but it's on the lower end of the spectrum where you might develop something like that. Mm. So amongst other physiological and psychological benefits. And also for people who are, you know, who have that kind of aura, particularly you too, because you're both so happy and it feels like being around you and talking to you. People also tend to gravitate more towards, you know, other people who exude that kind of aura, that positive aura where they know that when they talk to that person, you know, you, they'll feel even more positive. Or if they're already feeling negative, it might help them in some way. So mm-hmm. those people are more likely to build the social connections that are also important to having a balanced life. So mm. I cannot really count the many ways, but... Obviously, it's apart from just bouncing back from tragedy or trials, it's all of the things that come with it, the byproducts of resiliency, I would say. Mm. Yeah. And problems, stressors, things like the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Since it's happened to us now, you know, there's no telling what else is going to come our way. So, and obviously, all of the other problems that comes with being alive, right? It's, it's a normal part of life. And... Mm-hmm. If you don't practice resiliency, if you don't practice mental fortitude, it's going to be difficult for you to cope with the ever-changing, the ebbs and flows of life. So I would say it's one of the things that you should bring to the forefront of your mind if you haven't yet and really think about mm-hmm. Yeah, I like what you said that there are things that is out of our control and we can't mm-hmm. expect what life will throw back at us in the future, right? And we've observed many times that some people who are more resilient, who have better ability to weather turbulent times than others, they possess certain amount of grit, I would say, that allows them to stay calm, to manage their emotions, and not only understand what others are going through, but somewhat a cliche to say that they would say, this too shall pass, right? (laughs) And for those people, have you ever met someone who is very resilient or who is the most resilient person you've met? These are actually private individuals. I could think of two. I'm not gonna 
say their names, but I can describe them. Mm-hmm. I can describe who they are in general. I think that the most resilient type of person I've come across with ever are... I'm talking about two specific people, but I would say that in general, these are people who were forced to grow up. Mm. By forced, I say it's because it's through circumstance or, you know, whatever variable. They are put into a position where they need to fulfill adult responsibilities. Yeah. Even though they were just children themselves, you know, teenagers mm-hmm. or even younger than that. People who are forced to provide for their families, their siblings, their parents because the either the parents, the parent or the adults did not have the capacity to be adults. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. To have that kind of responsibility at younger age. Younger age. I can't even describe it. I personally have not gone through something like that, but I have mm. met people who have gone through it and are still mm. going through it. And, you know, I can see that there's been an effect on how they look at life, how they mm-hmm. approach different problems. And you'll see the different side drawbacks of being overly resilient. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I could totally relate to that, Kim and Jamie, because you've mentioned about when you have to be forced to grow yeah. up because when i was young we're not financially stable and then i need to support myself financially in terms of of course i want to go to school and enroll in a good university so i needed to exert more effort it's a lot of responsibility when you say to grow up at a younger age and i think with all the stress, emotional upheaval, and suffering that we all experience, and we all deal with it differently. So, I guess with resilience as well, I don't think people will have an equal definition or an equal approach to how to be resilient. So, Jamie, another question is, why do you think some people are more resilient than others? Yeah, so... A couple of factors. I think the most important would be upbringing. So mm. how, yeah, how you were taught by your parents growing mm. up. If you are fortunate enough, you know, to have parents to to guide you through your childhood, adolescence. If you don't, for for people like me, I did not grow up in the you know traditional family household or family setup. For people like me, it's people who. I've met throughout my different stages of my life who have guided me, mentored me, and people I've built strong relationships with. And they it's it's the pep talk really. It's the encouragement that you will survive. You will make it as long as you focus on this and this and this. Someone to talk you through the hard times. So yeah. even if you don't have parents, because I feel like when I define like my family, it would mainly compose of my best friend, exceptional friends I've met along the way. That mm, is Saint Kilda. Yes, Saint Kilda. <laughs> People who you normally interact with and who challenge your perspective of life. So that's number one. That's what I would say. Mm-hmm. Second, your environment. Yes, yes. 
So second would be experience and circumstances. Because obviously, if, you, if you've never gone through adversity or any type of problem in your entire life, how would you ever know if you're resilient or not? It's never been tested. Mm-hmm. So I would say going through it, like obviously this pandemic, but this is a, an extraordinary circumstance or situation. But any type of trial or problem that you encounter when you're a kid, in your teens, your college, or your adult life, those are the things where you can practice or hone your resilience or even measure your resilience, right? Mm-hmm. And then I would say the last one would be, and these are exceptional cases. These are the outliers. Mm-hmm. People who have that, who are innately strong. So your own yeah. strength, your own fortitude, your own character, that's what's going to get you through. Or that's what's going to set you apart from people who are not as resilient. But again, oh. these are just, we're outliers or seen. People like mm-hmm. Manny Pacquiao. Can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine Manny Pacquiao? Manny Pacquiao was just, ano nga ba, basurero? Tama ba? Uh, he was telling somebody... He, he, oh, he, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I saw this in a, in a YouTube video somewhere but he used to sell some pagita sa may baklara yata or kiapo one of those mm. churches mm-hmm. nagtitinda ng some pagita can you imagine right now he lives in Forbes Park oh yeah yeah he has diba? a lot of mansions oh, <laughs> exactly so what could he have gone through what are the different things that what are the different choices that he made in his life mm. para umabot siya from the very bottom to the very top Parang yung... Yeah, and would... even before he become like the all-time boxer champ, I'm sure he lost a lot of fights before that, mm-hmm. right? In his just talking about his career. And but prior to that, he was really poor. He was in a different environment, like you said, Jamie. Yeah. Right. You're talking about those, it's amazing because the circumstances you've mentioned as one of the factors and mm. i just wanted to ask that was there a time in your life where you could share with us that you've gone through a tough time and it made you realize that that particular mindset having that resilience or mental toughness would help you get through that particular situation so i had three examples pero the one that I think really exemplifies, I would say, your mental resilience is back when I was still a kid, mm-hmm. I would say that the most difficult thing that I've ever gone through ever in my entire life was when I was a teenager and my adopted mother died. So I think I was 14 or 15 at the time. Because that experience really turned my life upside down. I mean... Losing a parent at any stage in your life is devastating, diba? Kasi, mm. oh, especially if everything in your life is rooted in that person. Yeah. I would even dare to say that it's even more difficult if you're an adult already. Kasi, ang tagal na eh. Tapos, mm. diba? Pero this, I would only categorize as difficult because you're still a kid and you don't really have a lot of resources, diba? Yeah. So you can't work for yourself, parang ganun. So, again, it was difficult because I was still a child. And my mother, my mom, she was my security blanket. She was my everything. She was the person I was closest to. 
she was my day-to-day. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was the one who had my entire life figured out. I had no idea. Siya yung nagpa-plano nun eh, talaga. Mm-hmm. Diba kasi bata ka, wala ka naman pakilam sa mga ganong bagay. She was also mm-hmm. the main provider for me. So, mm-hmm. after she passed away, it felt like the wolves descended on me. Mm-hmm. And they tore my life apart. Parang ganun yung feeling. Kasi again, she was nga, literally and figuratively my security blanket talaga. Mm-hmm. I was an adopted kid and obviously the assumption is going to be that whatever material assets she left behind is gonna pass down to myself. Well, actually myself lang kasi yung husband niya, yung adopted father ko, they weren't really married. They were not mm-hmm. married. Mm-hmm. So, wala din siyang right. Parang common law partner, ganyan. So, yun. When she passed away, that was when we had all of these crazy family meetings where people would tell me outright na, I don't deserve to stay there. And you were 14? Yeah. You, you don't deserve to stay, stay there. Tapos, yung bahay daw sa kanila. Alam mo na yun, mm-hmm. typical na away sa lupa family. or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. sa family. Mm-hmm. So I was 14 to 15 that time. I remember they also filed a case in court that they were having us ejected from mm-hmm. the house. Sa kanila daw yung bahay. Tapos mm-hmm. nag-file sila ng mm-hmm. claim sa city hall na yung sister na yon, yung lola ko na yon, she was the only living descendant. So ganong klaseng chaos na, alam mo yon, kakatapos lang ng ng Boreal, right after the Boreal, yung family mm-hmm. meeting na yon, when mm-hmm. we came back to the house, doon na siya nag-start. Tapos, when I was 18, when I turned 18 years old, ang regalo nila sa akin nun was to send me a subpoena. Doon na nag-start yung mm-hmm. estate hearings. At 18 years old, I was going to all of these hearings sa regional trial court sa Malolos, Kim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then... Doon na nag, nag-start din yung, like, my family questioning my parentage. Mm-hmm. Kung kanino daw ba talaga ako, hindi naman daw nila ako kamag-anak. Parang ganun mm-hmm. yung itinatwa ka na talaga. So, mm-hmm. apart from dealing with all of that, and then dealing with my mother passing away, dealing the with grief. my... The grief. Dealing with my father having a meltdown. Kasi mm-hmm. siya din eh, in the same manner na anak ako, parang anak din siya. Kasi siya, mm-hmm. ta- yung mother ko talaga yung parang core ng family namin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dealing with all of that, there's also the question of, paano na ako mag-aaral? Mm-hmm. Or even, paano na kami kakain? Yeah. Mm-hmm. ba diba? How do mm-hmm. we pay for the electricity? How do we pay for the water? The basic needs, the, basic. the day-to-day, how are we gonna survive, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I had no idea what got me through that. I would say it was just me going through the flow of the day-to-day. Na, mm-hmm. Oh, this, this day, you're, I'm going to stay with my ex-aunt. Mm-hmm. And then after a week, I'll stay with my other aunt. Mm-hmm. And then after maybe a month, I can stay with this aunt. So mm-hmm. parang just going through the emotions. You know, dealing with all of that emotions. Mm-hmm. I can also remember myself saying na if she were here, maybe her soul or whatever, kung pinapanood niya ako ngayon, she would want me to survive. Mm. She would want me to make it. Mm-hmm. No, diba? By hook or by crook, I have mm-hmm. to find a way. So, parang, mm-hmm. 
I dealt with it. I stuck with it. Kung ano mm-hmm. man yung dumating. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamie, I'm just curious to know, because you have or you had all the chances na magrebelde. Ah, yeah. May isang araw ba na naisip mo to do that? Oh, that, gosh, of course. Because you said that being mentally resilient with all of uh, the good experiences you've shared, being mentally resilient is equivalent to choosing the right path. Yeah. How was the experience back then? Did you want to leave your family? I did. Um, and eventually, I did leave my family. Yeah. So when I was in high school, my form of rebellion was cutting classes and smoking. <laughs> okay. That's when I started my smoking habit when I was mm-hmm. in second year. Because she passed away. I third year, pala, sorry. She passed away second year high school. And then I had to transfer to be with my father, my biological father. Mm-hmm. So I was in third year high school. But at the same time, even though I was rebelling against Whoever it was, I think my father or his family. Because my stay with them was also not as nice. Parang mm-hmm. medyo katulong level yung dating ko nun for them mm-hmm. to pay for my tuition fees. <laughs> Aside from the yung pagrebelde, I was also excelling in school. Oh, <laughs> nakatawa kasi I was part of the. Natatawa na lang eh, kasi I was part of the paper ganyan. Mm-hmm. So parang. Mm-hmm. On top of the pagre-rebelde, I also made sure na yung sa study side, okay naman yun. Mm-hmm. Magkakaklases ako, pero mag-aaral pa rin ako pag-uwi. Ah. Parang yung mga hindi ko na-cover na studies for that day, hahabulin ko. Mm-hmm. Um, pero that was something that I did for myself. It was my sort of escape. Walang, wala kasi akong guidance noon on healthy escapism. Like, you can read a book, you can find yeah. a hobby. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the closest thing, it siyempre peer pressure, di ba, when you're in high school. Mm-hmm. The closest thing that I had back then was friends. Peers ko sa, sa school. Tapos, so I graduated high school. Noong nag-college naman ako, panibagong problem naman kasi I moved back in with my adopted father. And at the time, he was going through dementia. We, our family had no idea that he was going through dementia kasi may routine kasi siya but and he stuck to it so but it came in the form of physical abuse mm-hmm. so parang college na ako nito first year of college ko there would be times when uuwi ako and he doesn't know who I am he doesn't remember or uuwi ako tapos galit siya and susuntokin niya ako ganyan or meron siyang mapupulot na bagay, tapos ibabato niya sa akin. Mm-hmm. So, the way I rebelled dun sa situation na yon is, I also cut classes. Pero nilet go ko na talaga in college, yung freshman year ko. I wasn't going to any of my classes anymore. Um, magiinom ako. Maglalating ako. So, para, but the reason behind that was, I wanted to be kind of numb. When I get home, para if, you know, if merong mangyari, it's not as... You can painful. ignore it. You can or... ignore it. Or it's not, it's not as painful. Mm-hmm. Umabot siya sa point na kuchilyo. Ganon talaga mm-hmm. kalag. Ganon yung level ng dimensya niya. Mm-hmm. Pero nung, nung time na he pulled a knife on me, kasi he was... He thought na ninakaw ko yung, ano, yung land title. Yung titulo ng bahay. 
And he was shouting. Ang madaling araw to, siguro mga 3 a.m., 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. He was pounding his fist on my door, ta- saying, nabuksan mo to, buksan mo to. Tapos, ayun nga, yung parang ilabas ko daw yung titolo. Tapos he pulled a knife on me. And I was clutching a pillow. Kasi hindi ko, mm-hmm. hindi ko sure baka mamaya saksakin niya talaga ako. Sabi niya sa akin, kahit yakapin mo yan, tatagos yung kutsilyo. Parang gano'n. Mm-hmm. Yun na yun naging ano sa akin, parang trigger na, ay hindi na to pwede. So mm-hmm. I, I went to my... It's not healthy for you. Anymore. Oo, baka one, one of these days, magising na lang ako, gilit na yung leg. So, parang <laughs> uh, So mm-hmm. I went to my aunt. And I told her about what happened. And yun na yung part na na-trigger na nagbago na lahat. I told, mm. they found out about me not paying for my tuition fee, using the money to buy liquor, mm. ganyan, para maglaseng. Mm. Tapos, I left that home. I left that house. Lumipat ako sa aunt ko. And then that's when I also tried to clean up my habits. So, mm-hmm. bumalik na ako sa... Lumipat ako ng school, first and foremost. Because I feel like, yung, yung location ng FEU, yung University <laughs> Bell. Muraita. Muraita, guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh-huh. conducive sa paglasing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, agree. But, you know what? With your story, Jamie, I think what I got from, like, the entire um, scenario or story that you were sharing with us is that, there's good news to it, eh, that yeah. resilience or grit is not something that you're either born or without. And you can develop that ability mm, yeah. to become more resilient, to be mentally strong. It's just that you've went through tough times, for your example. But then it doesn't also happen by accident. And I think that it was given to you, those um, situations, you're put in that situation. But then you chose... You, you choose, yeah. Yeah, you choose mm-hmm. that you will make space to decide na, okay, it's enough for me. I will change school. I'll go to my aunt. You know, mm-hmm. um, this is the tail end of everything. I won't be swallowed up by my circumstance, but I'll come above it and change my habits, as you said. Exactly. So, you have to decide na, yes, is this the path that I'm, is this really the path that I want to, go down, you know. And mm-hmm. from there, parang it's it's a fork in the road, eh. You, you really need to choose A or B. Diba? <laughs> and, and, and it has to be clear to you na B is the better option for you. But it's also the more difficult option because obviously you're gonna go out of your comfort zone. It's mm-hmm. where everything, where your preference is against, alam mo yun, I, I'd rather not study every day, all day every day. Yeah. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to do that. Diba? Gusto ko lang maging, maging chill. Gaya, I wanna do whatever. <laughs> but mm-hmm. again, if you go down that path, ano yung future mo? But if you go okay. down this mm-hmm. path, ito yung path where it will lead you to a better future. Eh. Mahirap mm-hmm. nga lang talaga yung gagawin. Yeah. Those are the things that you can control. Eh? Like exactly. choosing what's um, what to do next, right? The things yeah. that happen to you na magkadaman siya yung um, dad mo, <laughs> it's not something you can control that, you know, those are the things out of your control. But what is most important is ikaw yung pumili. Ano yung gusto mo mangyari for your life? And speaking of that, you mentioned, like, previous to your story that you were mentoring someone. 
right? Before we talk to Rose about our topic on resilience. Yeah. So I just want to bring it back there kasi from that story that you have, now you're mentoring someone to be more likely to have that mental toughness. So how does mentoring a person or like what do you do there like how do you help them encourage them what's your strategy <laughs> in mentoring people especially if they're in the brink of having low mental resilience yeah. when you're mentoring someone i think the most important part even before you get to the advice and the solutions is that you empathize you empathize with that person. You feel what that person is going through. So first, you need to understand like what the situation is about. Because hindi lang naman yun di ba problem na I I ano I'm having a tough time uh, focusing on work. Marami pa yung sanga sangay. Mm-hmm. So you really need to understand like you have to start asking structured questions or open-ended mm-hmm. questions. Sorry, pala. That's better. Open-ended questions for you to understand what that person is going through. Because then you would be able to create like possible solution. Again, depending kasi to sa individual na kausap mo. You can yeah. start to form a possible solution that the person can can utilize, diba? Mm-hmm. Pero the, actually, the ano naman is, tatlo lang naman yun na pagdadaanan talaga you, na kailangan nilang gawin. Number one is, you need to let the emotions go through you. Number two is, again, what exactly what you said, Kim, you need to understand also what is within the realm of your control. Kapag mm-hmm. hindi mo kayang kontrolin, it's no use thinking about it. Kasi it's, wala na yun eh. Hindi mo na siya kayang influence in any way, di ba? Yeah, itong pandemic, yeah. wala tayong yes. magagawa dito. We're stuck in Perfect it. Example. Di ba? Perfect example. Mm-hmm. So, i-separate mo na yun. Separate mo yung controllables, non-controllables. And then, whatever it is that's non-controllable, let go of that. Mm-hmm. Yan na yung parang hindi mo kayang palitan. So, mm-hmm. kaya mo palitan, yung list of controllables. Diba? So, your focus should be on that, on that list. What can you do to resolve the problem? Who can help you sort it out? There are the steps that you can take. Even if you don't get to resolve the problem, you know, in a short span of time. Mm-hmm. What are the steps that you can take na that will take you closer to resolution? And then, of course, um, lastly is, you know, making sure that while you're also practicing yung mga, alam mo, yun yung mga kailangan mong gawin, mm-hmm. you need to remember to stop and take a breath. Diba? Mm-hmm. Kasi resilience is also about knowing how to recharge. It's important that you are able to replenish your energy to be resilient for the next day. So, yun lang naman. That's how I would say it. Empathize with the person you're talking to. And mm-hmm. then, yun lang. Just go through the different, ano, depending on the problem that they come to you with. Just go through those steps. Nice. So, actually, th- those are good tips, Jamie. And you went ahead with our question <laughs> on how yes. can one build mental resilience? Because I, I, I think I, those are the steps, right? I yeah. Mean, very practical, easy to follow, mm-hmm. and really, it's building that muscle that mm-hmm. would require that awareness and effort to build that mental resilience, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But, Goros, do you have additional questions for Jane? 
actually I like what she said about identifying what you can control and what you cannot. And I think the only question that I want to ask is what do you think can stop or hinder a person in developing mental toughness aside from choosing A or B or choosing the right direction for them? Because I believe it's more of the, you know, the right choices, the options, choosing the right ones. Mm -hmm. So aside from that, what are the other factors that you think could affect the mental toughness development of a person? So the very first one would obviously be in action. Or yung, mm-hmm. yung diba, freeze mm-hmm. response. So, yeah. yeah. In action is still it, an action. Yeah. Exactly, Kim. Mm-hmm. It's still a choice, eh, diba? Yeah. It's, it's a third choice that nobody, nobody wants to talk about. <laughs> but, yeah, when you, you know, you'd rather stick with your situation, put up with it, even though you're unhappy. Rather than, you know, do something to make it better. Or even if it's not making it better, you know, just getting out of that situation. Mm-mm. Ayun, if you choose not to do anything. And then another would probably be when people lack perspective or when they take for granted yung things around them that they should be grateful for. When you fail to count uh, your blessings. Yeah, yeah. That's also uh. one thing. I think that's it. When, when you resign yourself to thinking that there's just no way to survive this. Mm-hmm. In action talaga eh, para sa akin pinakamalaki. Mm-hmm. Or there's no, you know, there's no silver lining or there's no lesson in this eh. Talagang the world is out to get me lang. Parang mm-hmm. gano'n. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yun and yun. No wala na sa head mo yung hope. No? Exactly. Like, uh, you took it away from you. Yeah. Na, Ay, wala na itong pag-asa. <laughs> <laughs> Dito na lang ako. Ganito na know? lang. Forever. Oh, ganito na lang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because assuming the worst about the future can send you to a mental tailspin. Uh-oh. Negative thoughts. Exactly. Diba? Can play out stronger than you think. Kaya mm-hmm. naman, I think it's also important, Jamie, just to add to what you said, is to reframe the mindset. Diba? Like, yes. Sometimes kasi, and even the words that we speak about ourselves is very important. So, when we have a problem, minsan gano'n na lang yung sinasabi natin na lagi na lang akong minamalas or like, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> oh. good things never happen to mm-hmm. me. Like, the words that we use, never. Like, this is bad luck, you know. But this are like telling the absolutes. Eh? And when you speak about it, it happens. I don't know, like, I, I just believe that words are really powerful. So, and the way you think about yourself is really powerful. So, why not try or switch that mindset as well? And I think that's also a form of resilience when you reframe your mindset. Yeah. That, let's say, instead of saying, this is bad luck, I think it this time is great. You know, this things will work out for me. I think I can do this. Those are the things that can help a person to be more resilient or like mm-hmm. practice resilience mm-hmm. in your day-to-day. Exactly. When you see that silver lining and you acknowledge mm-hmm. it for what it is. Totoo yun, Kim. Grabe. I super <laughs> duper love this episode. Yes. I learned a lot. Me too. Uh, Grabe, I'm Jamie. Happy. Thank you so much. You know, I I don't want to end our conversation and I'm sure we can extend more mm-hmm. of the record and learn from you. But this yes. episode has been super enlightening for me, <laughs> for Rose, I guess. Uh-huh. It's jam-packed. Sobrang 
full content. But we, I don't know, I don't know how to say thank you for being our first oh. guest and for providing us all of those experiences. For sharing your, your stories. Yeah, yes. your thoughts about being resilient and perfect ka talaga for this episode. <laughs> oh, God. Actually, ako, ako dapat na magpasalamat kasi when you invited me, this really also prompted me to read up on a lot of articles about resilience. And mm. I wanted to make sure that whoever listens to this, they come away from the podcast na meron silang dala-dala, you know, actionable mm-hmm. things that they can put into practice in their daily lives. So, mm-hmm. yun, lalo na ngayon sa situation natin. But thank you so much for this opportunity and for inviting me. Setbacks in life are inevitable, but how you face these could shape your entire life. What will matter is how you will react to it, what you will do next, that will truly test your character. All human beings can be resilient. You can make it through almost anything. Thanks for listening to That One Thing Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow our social media account at That One Thing PH. Did you enjoy this episode? Let us know and leave us a message. You can also ask a question in the link in the description. Be sure to tune in every other Friday for new episodes.